This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending October 3rd of 2020, the sale of new homes hit a big milestone in September. Small business owners are feeling optimistic about survival and why the daily commute could be gone for good. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin with economic news from this past week that has been overshadowed by news that President Trump tested positive for the coronavirus. He's currently hospitalized as a precaution. That has set off a storm of headlines about what may or may not happen. Stock markets reacted with a big sell-off on Friday, but they erased most of those losses by the end of the day. The stock market and real estate are two things that appear to be immune to the recession. Both are doing well while the economy wrestles with a recovery that's hindered by the pandemic. The Commerce Department released new figures on the GDP for the second quarter. It shows a staggering 31.4% annualized drop. That's the sharpest decline in 73 years. Economists are expecting a much better performance in the third quarter. In a market watch poll, they predicted a 25% expansion. We'll get that number at the end of October. And the latest reports on the job market show the number of new unemployment claims fell to a six-month low of 837,000. But when you include those claims with federal unemployment benefits, the total is 1.4 million. There are also 11.8 million continuing claims, so a sizable number of people are still unemployed. The Bureau of Labor Statistics says the unemployment rate fell to 7.9% in September. That's the number we always see, but it doesn't include a lot of people who are underemployed with part-time jobs or people who have just stopped looking. If you include those people, the unemployment rate is more like 12.8%. Consumer spending was up a fourth month in a row. The government says it was up 1% in August because consumers were spending more money on things like restaurants, hotels, and medical care. Consumers are also spending more money at newly reopened businesses, but the rate of spending was much slower because stimulus money has dried up and some people are dipping into their savings. According to MarketWatch, spending is about 4% lower than it was before the pandemic. Higher prices push the yearly rate of inflation up three-tenths of a percent. It's idling at about 1.4% right now. Some of those higher prices are for homes. The Case-Shiller 20-City Price Index shows that year-over-year home prices were up 3.9% in July. If you include the entire nation, the year-over-year rate was 4.8%. In addition to Phoenix and Seattle, at the top of the price growth list is Charlotte, North Carolina. Even though millions of people are still unemployed, many consumers are feeling good about the economy. The Conference Board's Consumer Confidence Index and the University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Survey both show the highest level of confidence since the pandemic began. And mortgage rates are slightly lower. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was down two basis points to 2.8%. The 15-year dropped to 2.2%. Wow. And in other news making headlines, the sale of newly built homes zoomed past a big milestone in September. The Commerce Department says they topped 1 million in sales to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1 million units. That's up 43% from last year. Realtor.com chief economist Daniel Hale said in a statement, already more new homes have sold in 2020 than in all of 2019. With the number of existing homes for sale down consistently and considerably from a year ago, new homes are an important segment of opportunity for home shoppers. Small business owners are feeling better about their chance at surviving this recession. Verizon sponsored a small business recovery survey among 600 small and medium-sized businesses. It's a follow-up to a survey conducted in April. 
The new survey shows that 72% of small businesses feel they'll be able to stay open for at least six months as the economy stands now. In April, only 46% of the business owners felt that kind of optimism. Despite the upbeat results, a majority of businesses have concerns about social distancing guidelines that limit capacity and their long-term survival. The daily commute may become a thing of the past if companies cannot persuade their employees to return to the office. Some commercial real estate experts say that businesses need to upgrade the work environment if they want employees to come back. But even if that happens, it may be a different kind of work week with fewer days at the office and fewer commutes that no one will miss. Cohen Van Ostrom told CNBC that he sees offices evolving into company clubhouses where employees gather for meetings, trainings, and to make sure the boss doesn't forget about them. And that's important. Ostrom seems to think if you're not part of the inner circle of a company and invited to come to that clubhouse, then you might find yourself phased out at some point. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thank you so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. You can read the blog at newsforinvestors.com. 